This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let's take a trip right now to Brooklyn, New York to catch up with Alex Schiffer who covers the Nets. For the athletic, it is always something with the Brooklyn Nets. Alex, how you doing today, my man? Great, C. Dot. As you know, it's, it's very similar as I've said before on here. As my roots on the Missouri beat, right? Never a dull day here. Well, I mean, Missouri just loses. This is beyond losing. This is you got your star player asking for people to get fired. This is embarrassing. Missouri at least loses quietly. Brooklyn doesn't do anything quietly. Yes, there's never a dull day here. So, Alex, let's start with this. What's your reaction to the reports that Kevin Durant met with the owner of the Brooklyn Nets and basically said, it's me or the general manager and the head coach? I mean, for one, it's sad. It's just crazy that this has taken so many turns um, and gone to this state where where it's come to an ultimatum like this. But also, I mean, you know, Joe Sy, the owner, shot this down quickly. I don't really think this could ever be entertained. You know, you cued me in with power by Kanye. Has an athlete ever had the amount of power to get everybody above him between the owner and himself with the roster? Front office and coaches ever talk about fired, and you're catering to that to that request. I mean, to me, it would set such a dangerous precedent in terms of, of what, you're, what you allow your players to control and not to control. I, I just think it couldn't get that far. But wouldn't this be a fix, or is this one of those things where the owner doesn't want to acquiesce to Kevin Durant because he's thinking, all right, if you'll ask for this, then you'll ask for anything. But I mean, you still got four years of Kevin Durant who's still in his prime. This could potentially change the relationship with Kyrie Irving too. I'm just trying to think about what's the best pathway to a championship. Is it with KD and Kyrie on the same page, or is it with Steve Nash and Sean Marks on the same page? And I think you could argue KD and Kyrie. I think you could too, but I would also say Kevin and Kyrie have already had significant say in the roster and coaching staff in past years, and look at where it's got them. Not past uh, the second round of the playoffs, and Sean Marks has a track record of doing more with Wes in Brooklyn. So I, I don't disagree per se. You know, the Nets might never have another player of Kevin Durant's caliber, but I feel like they've already given these guys their way, and they're saying a lot of this stuff, and it hasn't really worked. Right right now we're talking to Alex Schiffer, who covers the Nets for The Athletic. Nets, can you fill us in on the relationship between KD and Steve Nash? Because I know that Steve Nash used to train Kevin Durant, so there always appeared to be a relationship. There never was any rumblings before a couple of days ago, and now he wants him fired? That's the thing that's crazy about this is, you know, after the Nets got swept by the Celtics, Kevin Durant was asked, do you think Steve's still the guy? And he goes, are you crazy? Look at what this guy's had to deal with. And it's not like Steve Nash has done anything since then that would make you change your opinion that you, that you already had on him, right? He hasn't coached a game since then. 
He's been out of the news. Nothing's happened. He's, he's had his vacation. He's been at summer league. He's done typical things. So it's crazy that, that Kevin was adamantly defending him multiple times in April, and now he wants him gone despite nothing really changing there. That, you know, Sean Marks, I think you, can, you could see why Kevin has a grievance with a little more given the Kyrie contract situation and how that went down. But Steve is a little more puzzling in terms of how did you get here after your last public comment. Do you think that Kyrie feels the same that Kevin Durant feels when it comes to the organization structure that he is in agreement that Sean Marks and Steve Nash both need to go? It's a good question. It's been tough to kind of get some reporting on that. I mean, I'm sure Kyrie Irving is not totally happy in the sense of he obviously wanted a long-term deal and had to settle for, you know, his player option. You know, it seems like some of that stuff's blown over, but obviously it hasn't been a harmonious offseason between him and the Nets. Um, but, you know, he's only played so many games for Steve Nash, too, to where, um, to where I, don't, I don't think the problem with Steve Nash as a coach, per se, is fully out there yet because he's, only, he's had such a wild hand. He's only had his guys healthy so long. I feel like the jury's still out in terms of what kind of coach he is in some ways. It's not to say he's been perfect, but um, but – I don't to, to think that they're on the you know I, I I think it's easy to see that Kyrie's had his discrepancies with the Nets this offseason, but again I don't think that he uh, like Kevin Durant has a ton of leverage to really complain and, and has to kind of go with the status quo a bit. There's been a lot of conversation about where Kevin Durant could land, and I feel the conversation for Kyrie is sort of faded away. Where are we out on the Nets moving on from? Kyrie because there was the conversation with the Lakers and it seems like that's really fallen by the wayside we haven't really heard too many teams throwing their hat in the ring for trying to go get Kyrie where do we sit on where Kyrie's going to play this upcoming season yeah so that that there is a little more clarity on I expect Kyrie to be in training camp and ready to go for the start of the season with the Nets now things can change but you know, that that seems to be the thing right now. The question to me is, depending upon the way the next season goes, and as you said, I have no idea where Kevin Durant will end up, given all the murkiness of this. But if the Lakers are doing well without Kyrie, do they make a play for him at the deadline to really go all in and try to get LeBron's fifth championship? Does another team make a similar move? Or do the Nets just ride the year out with Kyrie and then he goes into restrict, uh, unrestricted free agency and they go from there? I don't know, but as I talk to you right now, I'm pretty confident that he'll be in training camp in Brooklyn for the start of the season, you know, late September. Right now we're talking to Alice Schiffer here for a couple of more minutes to get the latest on the Brooklyn Nets and everything that's going on with them. How do you see this potentially ending with Brooklyn? Because unless KD is ready to burn the building down in the same way that James Harden was in Houston, the same way that Jimmy Butler was with that practice with the Minnesota Timberwolves, there just doesn't seem like there's a lot of movement right now between the Nets, the rest of the NBA, and Kevin Durant, that the Nets seem perfectly fine to let KD move forward as a member of the team, where if you're KD, you got to make it so untenable that they just can't see moving forward with you. How do you see this ending with KD? That's a great question. I mean, as you kind of said, I think the Nets are comfortable being uncomfortable with the situation a bit if it means get. I mean – Whatever they get back for Kevin Durant, they can't screw up. This is going to be the maybe one of the biggest decisions in the history of the Nets franchise. Is what do they trade Kevin Durant for, or who do they trade Kevin Durant for? And then counting the draft picks and everything, they can't get this wrong. So I think they're fine 
waiting this out until they get their price. But as you said, I mean, does, does Kevin Durant make life so miserable? Kind of similar to the Carmelo season, right? When he wanted out of Denver, George Carl calls out the season from hell. Um, does that change anything for them and want them to expedite the process? But I, I don't think the Nets can afford to lower their ass given how important this decision is. And then, I mean, if they win without him or, or does Kevin Durant want to play through this? You know, he traditionally loves playing hate sitting out you know he talked about how the injuries have killed him watching from home i mean it it we again we've seen this before with carmelo and even dwight howard in orlando there is precedent to this they haven't those guys didn't go where kevin durant got was calling for the jobs like this um or both jobs obviously dwight called for stands but i i it wouldn't stun me in terms of if kevin durant plays if he says he's not playing and, and I think the Nets it's very fair for them to just sideline Kevin Durant the way they did Kyrie last year because if he plays and he gets hurt like he has the past two years all of a sudden his value goes down so I, I think that there's no right answer and there's a lot of good cases for, for different I mean Kevin Durant puts people in the seats so I, I think I think there's a lot of compelling arguments as to what direction the Nets go with this I just look at the offer that they reportedly got from from Boston I don't know if you're going to get much better than that. Like, I, I don't think Brooklyn's being very realistic in what their ask is for Kevin Durant. Jalen Brown is a player that you can build around who's 25 years old. Derek White is a high-end role player and draft picks. I just don't know if, in the end, their offer is much better than what Boston offered them. I agree. I have said before since that report came out, I think Jalen Brown is the best individual player the Nets can get back in a Kevin Durant trade. I'm not saying that's the only thing they'd get back, but you look at all the limitations they have because of that rookie extension clause in the CBA where you can't trade for two guys on the rookie max. Jalen Brown's on an extension, but not the max. Obviously now he's played like he's earned it, but that, that really limits who they can get back. You know, then you talk about Toronto not want to put in Scotty Barnes and some of these other teams, you know, New Orleans kind of 50-50 on if they want to really put in Brandon Ingram and break up that young core. I don't know if you can get better than Jalen Brown, as you said, and, and Derek White, maybe throw in Grant Williams, two great role players, and then picks. Again, it's Kevin Durant, four years of him, I get it, but as you said, I don't know if you can get much better than that based on the other things we've seen thrown out there. That is my guy, Alex Schiffer, joining us on the show today. He covers the Brooklyn Nets and everything going on with them. Is They are at an impasse with their star player, Kevin Durant, as he has said – either trade me or fire the general manager and the head coach. Not just the head coach. I want everybody gone. That's what Kevin Durant said. Alex, man, thanks for the insight. Appreciate you. You're my guy, man. Your documentary, Paseo to Pembroke, I finally watched it. Everybody go see it. It's freaking awesome. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.